This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily guide on how to get shit done. Today is my Sunday book review, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lozier. Now, there's about a 100% probability that I am butchering Michael's name. So I apologize in advance. Uh, phonetically, it looks like Lozier. It's L-O-S-I-E-R. Don't, don't let it be the fact that I'm butchering a man's name to deter you from reading this book. It would really be a, a travesty. Now, one of these days, I'm going to get around to reviewing a book that I don't like. I don't know when it's going to be because I, I really enjoy to read. And this book that I'm holding in my hand right now was actually recommended as one of the top books on Andy Frisella's 20 books to read. This, Relentless by Tim Grover, a lot of the books that I've recommended have been compiled from other individuals that I look up to, respect, and maybe some of them I'm friendly with, and what has impacted their lives. This book was, again, one of the ones on his list. So I figured, you know, I don't know much about the law of attraction. Like, Sure, I've watched The Secret and heard about The Secret, and that had its whole phenomenon back, you know, what, mid, mid to late 90s, maybe early 2000s on Oprah, and it was everywhere. But it didn't make any sense to me. Like, how could you just hope for something to happen and magically it's going to come into your life? Well, this book starts to make sense on a very base level of what would eventually be the rabbit hole that I jumped into in the metaphysics and quantum physics world of really explaining the phenomenons of things that we can't touch, which is essentially meta and quantum physics. See, in the law of attraction, it's a science of attracting more of what you want and less of what you don't. And this book really walks you through some very simple things. Now, in saying that, full wholeheartedly, I've told you I read a book a week. And this book took me three days or so. Started at December 6th. And went all the way through to December 9th. So why am I sharing an old book with you? Well, because it, number one, it has impact. And number two, I've been using my study time in the morning to study quantum physics and working on my bachelor, well, more, not my master's, and then ultimately my PhD. And it's heavy content. And although it's shifting my mindset, I don't know that I'm ready to try to explain it or share it. But this book came to me on my bookshelf as it was the doorway that opened to bring me into this world of the things that we can't explain. So in this book, not only is it a simple, simple read, I mean, it's, it's a whopping 80, 150 pages, large text, large font, good, good reading, but you literally step through the Like it starts with the significance of your words, understanding what words bring in the biggest impact in your life. And why negative words, such as all the vulgarity that I use or have used, have a negative impact. There's a negative energy that exists in the world when you say those things out loud versus positive words and statements. And it's one of the craziest things I've ever done before. I would encourage you to do it. Take two glass jars and put white rice in each glass jar. On opposite ends of the table, put them in the same room. For 30 days, walk up to one glass jar and say something negative to it. You're ugly, you're stupid, you smell bad, don't care what it is. The other glass jar, 
walk up to it and say consistently for those same 30 days how beautiful the rice is, how amazing the rice is, how powerful the rice is. At the end of the 30-day time period, the rice that you said negative things to will have a black slash dark brown tinge to it. It will physically look dirty. The glass that you said positive things to, you'll see that it has more of a pinkish hue, definitely on the white side of things. How can that be if it's in the same environment, the rice came from the same bag, it's in the same type of container from the same store, unless your words have an energy associated with them? I certainly don't know that answer. What I do know is the words that you say have a vibration associated with them. Again, that positive and negative energy. Why is it when I say, fuck you, that right now you get tense? Man, that, that's, that's harsh. But when I say to you, you know, you're really an incredible person. You can physically feel, if you allow yourself to feel in that moment, you can feel your energy levels rise and fall based off the words that are coming out of my mouth. So why is that? This book covers why that is and why that's impactful. One of the most important things in the book, one of the most important principles that I found is this three-step formula for deliberately attracting things into your life that you're searching for. Now, this is not revolutionary stuff, but it's crazy how infrequently I was doing it. So first, identify your desire. I have shared with you, gosh, I think two episodes ago, I'm at a million plus unique downloads. I identified this desire very early in my progress and process of this podcast. I identified it. Then you have to give it attention. You have to give what you want physical and mental attention. So I couldn't have just said I want a million downloads, recorded two episodes and hope that it happened. I would have never got there. I had to give it focus and follow through with consistent action. The third step and the final step of this is that you have to allow it to come into your life. Like I can't be closed off to it. I have to be able to picture and imagine the possibility that these things are actually happening. So put myself in the mindset of sitting here in the studio, receiving the gifts of a million people talking to me, sharing with me, listening to me, having their lives better because they have heard of me before. That's how I get to a million. Now, it's really crazy. Like, think of how easy that is to mend your life really everywhere. But how frequent are you actually conscious of doing it? You know, in identifying your desire, you have to think of what sort of contrast can be embedded in that. Like, how are you thinking and operating versus how you should be thinking and operating? Are they the same? Are they different? Same thing with giving your desire attention. When you give your desire some sort of attention, your vibration, your energy, the way that you feel inside increases. But you have to know it's possible. I know for many of you, this sounds like woo-woo stuff, as many have referred to it as. Like, oh, this guy's off his rocker. This stuff doesn't work. Well, let me ask you a question. Is how you're living your life working right now? Like, if you're closed off to this idea that this is even a potential I'm not saying this governs all the universe. I'm saying this could potentially be something that has value to you, but you're closed off to receiving it, which in its own right is a negative vibration. What happens when you allow yourself to consider the possibility that this could have some merit? If nothing more, you feel better when I'm listening to my words right now. And if you feel better, then your vibration energy increases. Well, if your vibration energy increases, then you also attract things to you that have that same higher energy and vibration, which in theory then are more positive emotions and outcomes. 
what I just described is the way that the law of attraction ultimately works. Sure, it's some woo, next age, new age stuff. You know, it's, it's different for most people. Like, how does this actually work? We just have to allow it to work. You have to allow it to happen. You have to be open to the possibility that this is the way that this world works. Now, in saying this, I'm ripping open the book because two of the pages are literally stuck together. So I'm going to hold it up because Doug is looking at me very, you know, cross as I'm, I'm just going to pull it right to the microphone there. Yeah, listen to that. Super pleasant for you. But now the pages are open. Completely tattered, the whole book. It's very strange. It's the only book I've ever gotten in my life where the top pages, when it came off the printing press, were stuck together. Like when they bound it, they just got glue all over the top. So the whole book is tattered on the top side. Don't know what that means. I'm sure there's some sort of lesson to be learned about fighting through adversity to get to the things you want. Like, again, this can all go into the quantum metaphysics or just the way that I think the world works. But I'll save that for a different episode. So part of once you've went through the three steps, the book then walks you through different tools to help you allow the things to continue to happen. So start by celebrating, like celebrate the proof that some things are possible. So when I started getting feedback from you, sharing with me that you could also see the million downloads or the million people's lives impacted, I celebrated that with the guys in the office or my family. Like those were celebratory wins for me. Other parts are appreciation and gratitude. Like I consistently share with you how grateful I am that you share time, energy, and space with me consuming this content, especially on a book review episode. Like these are not the most impactful episodes. These just give you a glimpse into why my mind works the way that it works. The whole goal with a book review is to empower you to read some of the same material that I did so you can formulate your own opinion and live your own life. I'm certainly not ever sharing with you that these books have to be things that you read. But how is it possible for you to ever understand my mindset and methodology if you don't know where I came from? Not only the physical aspect of lying, cheating, stealing, and all the bad things I've done, but also in the aspect of what did I read to change that? Like, sure, I fully believe I have a formula, that I have the hack, I have the, the code, I have the cheat code, if you will, to take your life from anywhere that it is to somewhere that you actually want it to be. I know that if I work with you, I can make that happen. I've got a proven track record of it. It doesn't scare me to say it out loud. I know exactly how I can get you from wherever you are to wherever you want to be. But at some point, it's going to take you saying, yes, I want that sort of help. I want that sort of assistance. That is you starting to attract into the world the things that you need and desire to better your life. I know some of you listening to this right now are curious about what that looks like. Shoot me an email, ryan at GSD Media Group. We can discuss it in depth. In that, I know I'll be in the process of starting to work with some of you, which is also one of the terms that help you allow things in your life. Stating things, I'm in the process of acquiring wealth. Don't ever say that you're broke. Like broke is a mindset. No matter how little you have right now, if you change your frame from I'm broke to I'm in the process of acquiring wealth, which one feels better to you? I know for me, it feels better to say I'm in the process of. Same thing if you're overweight. Man, I'm so fat. I just can't get my life together. I don't have any energy. I just feel bad all the time. Those are all pretty negative emotions. What happens if you change those two? I'm in the process of beginning to lose weight. It's not allowing yourself a hall pass, but at least gives you a positive reinforcement around the decision that you're about to make. 
this goes on and on and on. Like this whole book between creating vibration bubbles and recording evidence of your abundance and always saying yes to money and then hold on to the check. So that's really one of the craziest things to me. I think Jim Carrey was the one that did it. It could have been um, Keanu Reeves. One of the two of them, and I'm, I'm going to more, bet more based off Jim Carrey that he's the one that wrote it, wrote himself a check for a million dollars. Addressed to himself, put it in his wallet. And he'd look at it to start and finish every day. So the story goes. Now in this, this is as he was a starving actor. No money. Living on somebody's couch. Really quintessential story of how Hollywood starts for most people. After he recorded Dumb and Dumber and it became a box office smash, Jim was able to cash that check. And it did not bounce. Now some could say, right place, right time. Some could say it's just hard work. I can't say I would disagree with any of those. But I also would not be so closed off to the opportunity that he allowed himself to receive that by writing the check and knowing visually that he could, could make that happen with enough hard work. This book, over and over and over again, takes you through very simple practical steps, just like I shared with you, that starts to introduce the idea of how the law of attraction works. Which really ends up, again, being the basis for metaphysics and quantum physics and understanding the universal connection that we all may have, at least that I believe we all have. And I highly, highly recommend taking the time out to pick up this book. Not only pick it up, but read it. Listen to an audible. Like, it's impactful. Again, I said it once in this episode, I'll say it one more time. I know this is a little choppy, but if your life is not working the way that you think it should today, if you are not as happy, as fulfilled, as financially secure, as extremely abundant as you believe you could be, I will challenge you to consider the opportunity that there is something else to at least consume your mind in the way you've been living today. For me, that new way of thinking really started with the secret, but got more impactful with the law of attraction by Michael Lozier. And with that, I will say that when you read the book and you apply some of the principles, every day you'll get shit done.